Hi, my name is Kevin McQuillan, and the following pre-recorded conversations are my attempt to make sense of the human experience through the practice of yoga. I hope you enjoy. Good morning, everyone. I'm going to move into a class. Before I do that, I'm going to share with you the theme of the class, which is focused in on your kidneys. That's the physical focus, your kidneys. Back there. We can hold a lot in the kidneys. One of the emotions we hold in the kidneys is fear. Fear, even worry. In addition to that, you can hold this experience in the left kidney. And you could say behavior where we self-sabotage. Just think about that for a moment. It's like, oh, self-sabotage. It's like, yeah, <laughs> we're incredible at self-sabotaging. And so it's always worthwhile having that out in front of you. All the various different ways and creative ways you have to self-sabotage. And there's many, many. And that experience can live in the left kidney. The right is not enough abundance, which is not a surprise. As we self-sabotage, there's no abundance. We're stripping out anything good in our lives by bumbling ourselves up, which is a problem. Not having enough abundance around, and that can instill fear, a fear-based experience. I don't have enough of this. I don't have enough of this. And we can leave, uh, lead ourselves into like this panic state where nothing is quite right. And you've been there before. How many times? Who knows? You'll be there in the future. And so it's worthwhile paying attention to how you get yourself there. If you can map how you get yourself there, you can also have the map to get yourself out of it. And that's good. And that's ultimately the point of my teaching. It's a mapping experience. Mapping yourself into experience, and then you also have the map to get yourself out of an experience. That's the kind of wisdom that we're after, ultimately. And that has to be practiced. So I have an interesting theme. It's called Walking with the Lost. I've been curious about this for a little while because it's been around me and close to me in some ways. Walking with the lost. We're all lost in our own way. We're all lost. Looking to be found. <laughs> it's like this crazy adventure we're on. Looking to find something, which includes ourselves. And so walking with the lost versus walking your talk. Two different experiences. And so I'm going to lay this out. And how walking with the loss supports the experience of kidneys, fear, worry. How we can self-sabotage, strip our life uh, from abundance. I'm sure you've been lost. Maybe you're lost right now. Maybe. It's a concern to have that experience. And so you can look at this a few different ways. You can ideally see yourself in it, but also perhaps those that are close to you. Maybe you've experienced this before. So walking with the lost, sometimes someone can get so lost they can't be found, nor wish to be. That's an element of self-sabotage. I'm going to go so far out, I'll be lost and can't be found, nor do I wish to be. We stay out there for too long, things don't go well, that is for sure. We're too untethered and out of support structures. The lost, often blind. That's true, often blind and willfully blind, convince themselves that where they're at is better than anywhere else and continuously dilute themselves by remaining vague. I've had conversations like this lately. 
It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> where does that come from? And clearly where you are, you're suffering. I can hear it. I can see it. Where you're at is not good. Maybe it would be worthwhile exploring some other space that you could be in that would be different. And there can be resistance there. No, I like this space because I know it. I don't know that space. So I won't go there. I'll be here, you be there. The division. Walk carefully with the lost. It'll be very easy for you to become just as lost or worse by your attempts to save them. You attempted, have you ever attempted to save somebody? I could imagine. In some way, friend, family member, I don't know, coworker, is having a challenge new time. I think we have this inherent drive to want to do that. Not only save ourselves, but save others, others from suffering. And if we're not careful, we too will suffer very quickly because the lost will pull us in and soon we will be lost with no way back. If you care for this person, it's a delicate balance between what's too much support and what's not enough support. Ah, that equation is like everywhere in life. What's too much? What's not enough? <laughs> Those are the extremes. Always. What's too much? What's not enough? And that definitely plays out in relationships in terms of how you support not only yourself, but also those that are close to you and around you. It's a very delicate balance. And if we're not balanced, well, things typically don't go so well. They just don't go well. And if you're trying to help and it's not working, then stop helping, <laughs> which is very difficult, especially if you care for somebody. To watch them wander off into the dark is very difficult. It's likely you're making things worse. And we can do that quite easily. That's typically automatic. The automatic response. I'll make things worse before I make them better. <laughs> if I make them better. So if you're offering something, it's not taken, perhaps that's the sign. You need to reassess your approach. And I can imagine that's true in your life now. That you're attempting to support somebody and it's not being received well. What you have to watch out for is doing the same thing over and over again. This habituated way of supporting somebody, how you support one person is how you support the next person. That doesn't work. And how creative we have to be in terms of how we support other people. And that really speaks to how creative we need to be supporting ourselves, which is essential, which is this crazy practice of yoga, attempting to support yourself with intention, with breath, with props, with poses, so on and so forth. It's the practice of support and to be creative in these wild poses you soon will be in. <laughs> So I found this topic very interesting, walking with the lost, because that's in part is, uh, I feel that's happening. And it's delicate, it's ten I'm tentative in some ways, because if I go too far, perhaps I won't come back. And it's difficult and painful 
to witness somebody that you care about, I care about, spin out and away from structures that's good for them. And so there's a carelessness around that. And if we're touched by that too often, we too will be careless. And that is of deep concern, certainly for me, maybe not for you, but certainly is for me. Because I know what that's like. I've already been there. I've played that one out already, being careless in my life. Didn't serve me well at all. And so I already know what's waiting for me in that equation. And so perhaps you can see yourself here. You as the individual, somewhere in your life that you're lost. You're committed to being lost in that area of your life. That's quite likely. And what it would take for you to get out of it. And perhaps you can see yourself with somebody in this as well. Somebody you care about and how challenging that is. I'm going to share some. Yeah, I'm going to share something with you I don't really want to share. And that I think fits into this. Hence the emotions. <laughs> Ooh. One of the things that um, my family has been working through is attempting to support my dad in the decision he's made to end his life. <clears throat> Based on his health conditions. And it's been kind of like this lost experience, you know, it's like, it's this concept that's, it's a big concept, you know, it's like life and death and how he's made this decision and how difficult it is to come to grips with that decision because it feels unnatural in some ways. Like, no, nah, that's not, that's not the way it's supposed to go. And so it's kind of thrown our family into this, like, you know, it's been around for a while. But now things are narrowing and it's like, you know, it's thrown the family into chaos for obvious reasons. Attempting to grapple how to make this work as the individual within the family dynamic. And it's gotten to this point where, you know, time is running out for my dad in terms of making a, a sound decision for himself to end his life based on the doctor's assessments and these kinds of things. And so having conversations, attempting to whittle down the to, to whittle down to him choosing a date, which are very difficult conversations. And he, uh, <sighs> he made that decision last night. <laughs> which is so profound to be with them in that conversation, which is very difficult for me to even come to grips with, like what that must be like to make that decision. And the courage, <laughs> the courage to make that decision. And as difficult as it was to hear that decision, 
I was also quite honored to be in the conversation with my father, to have that conversation with him. And it me immediately oriented us into a destination. We were no longer lost in the chaos of like, whoa, you know, this is like this, what is this thing? To, okay, we have something. I was very curious to notice that. Chaos to order. Lost to, okay, here we are. We're actually here. We're at this destination. That's the reality of it. And I found that so helpful, not only for him, of course. It's like talk, talk about a burdensome decision to be able to orient himself and orient the family. And it's like walking his talk. I witnessed that last night, which was a phenomenal experience to have. And so the optimal practice allows you to be genuinely kind while also taking care of yourself. Which doesn't mean being kind all the time. <laughs> That's not what that is about. You gotta be bloody ruthless at times to take care of yourself. That's what it takes at times. Ideally being genuinely kind, yes, to hold that out, but being ruthless with yourself at times to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. We have to make very difficult decisions in our life to be able to take care of ourselves. And those cannot always be kind. The intention to be genuinely kind, to hold that out, but to be ruthless at times. You require courage for this to occur? That's damn true. This kind of courage is found when you decide to confront the disjunction that has presented itself. There's a problem. There's a problem that has presented itself and best I orient myself into this problem even if I don't want to. As you turn into the discomfort, because that is bloody true, ah, when a problem has presented itself, it's uncomfortable. There's no stopping that. You also turn into the information, the very information you need to discern the disruption. This problem is going to tell me something I need to know. I need to hear this information. And in that information, with that information, I can actually solve this problem. Would that be something? So in the problem is the resolution. Try and figure that one out. <laughs> yeah. The typical response is to push something away. You're a problem, you stay over here. I'd like to be over here with no problems. Thank you very much. And so as we turn away from the problem, we're turning away from the solution. Once informed, you then know where you are, which is so bloody important. You've oriented yourself to something. Once placed, it's about navigating yourself forward as clear-eyed as possible. This is in front of me. How do I work with this thing as it is? And there's a great deal of acceptance that has to be had. And sometimes we have to push through our resistance. We gotta be bloody ruthless sometimes to push through our resistance. This is about having your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors oriented all in the same direction. That's what this practice is all about. That's how I see it. You don't have to see it that way. To get your thoughts, 
emotions, and behaviors all aligned, moving in the same direction, in full support of yourself, you in full support of you. What a brilliant thing, which is not bloody easy if you haven't noticed. <laughs> all you do is have to pause and meditate for two minutes to notice how much you are at odds with yourself. It's how important it is to practice intention. Get your intention into your body. Get your body moving in the right direction. Every pose gives you that opportunity. It's quite something. And so I have a question for you. Do you like my question so early in the morning? <laughs> Where do you feel lost? Is there a place in your life that you feel lost? Make this personal. Is it with the friendship? Is it with your family? Is it with your career? I don't know. Particularly topic, particular topic. Some experience. Maybe you got something to say about that? Some brief comment. Very vulnerable question. <laughs> I love the honesty. I'll take all of the above, please. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. I'm starting to feel a lot less lost. There's a bunch of things up there that make a ton of sense to me. Hmm. In particular, you're trying to help, and it's not really helping you. It's not helping you. Hmm. So. It's tough. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you care for somebody. Like, take a hand. Take a hand, will you? Yeah. Thanks for saying that. Somebody else? <laughs> okay. Ideally, you know. Ideally, you know. Hold that out in front of you. It wouldn't be something through this practice that you solve a problem that you have. That's possible. You have to identify the problem first, and in that is the solution. From being lost to being found. It's a hell of a thing. A beautiful thing. It's certainly not easy. What I've come to understand is better to do with people than not. With others. That's why I teach the way in which I teach. <laughs> Self-preservation, for sure. Me trying to sort out my life, and to do it with other people. The inclusion. The including of others. So I don't have to do this on my own. Perhaps something I say touches something, then you say something that touches something within me. And we're in a relationship that means something. So I'm glad you're here. Really glad you're here. Kidneys. Squeeze, soak. Squeeze, soak. That's the attempt and the focus of the practice. So. Love up those kidneys of yours. We'll see you on the other side.